1: How's it going, people? It's Steve from Back of the Nest here for a quick preview ahead of the game on Wednesday night against Tottenham. If you want to see more Palace content, make sure to check out Back of the Nest on YouTube and all of the social media platforms. Thank you for having me on your channel. So let's start off with Palace this season. So far, it's been pretty average at times. It's been frustrating. We've been Far too inconsistent for my liking, but it's down to not just the manager, but it's down to a lack of investment in the summer. So as you can see in the Premier League so far, I think we're sitting 11th and it's pretty much sums up our season so far. We'll lose one game awfully, awfully then win the next game comfortably. And that's been pretty much how our season's gone so far. And in terms of our standout players, it's been the likes of Zaha, of course. He's been flourishing ever since Patrick Vieira's coming to the side. And I am going to mention Vieira quite a bit. I'm sorry, but he has to be mentioned. Um, and we've seen likes of Elise as well, taking it on to another level this season. And Yoki, Hannison, Mark Gay. So there's been some standout players, but it's just been the results and the performances. You just don't know what to expect from Palace. And talking about our recent games, as you saw it, we, we lost 3-0 to Fulham on Boxing Day with no shots on target, two red cards. And then our most recent game against Bournemouth, victory and it pretty much sums up Crystal Palace so far this season it I mean in a Bournemouth game we did have a slight change of system which did help us of course but you know we just can't get results back to back it's just one week for example we we beat West Ham away from home then we went to face Nottingham Forest and we had no, no shots on target again and it's been that kind of season so I haven't really been pleased with the performances. I feel like we've regressed from last season. I mean, the results on the table doesn't really show that, but the eye test does. Um, with last season, it was mainly we were struggling to get points. There was lots of draws, but it's positive performance. We were unlucky not to get the win rather than lucky to get something out of the game. And this season, I feel like it's a lot. Sometimes we've been lucky to get stuff out of the game, and that pretty much pretty much sums up our season so far. But in terms of the main man that I've talked about. Here, myself as well, I started the show off with him, Wilfred Zaha. Will he sign a new deal? That's the question that not only Palace fans, but many neutrals and maybe you Tottenham fans might be thinking about as well. What's happening with Zaha? Could he come to Tottenham? Now, I don't know if he'll come to Tottenham, but um, it's it's difficult. I, I mean, we haven't been in this position in a very long time. Zaha before did one out of the club. And that wasn't really a surprise because we had lack of ambition, um, lack of investment that pretty much it was just Zaha FC. And see what Zaha does this season will determine our season. And ever since Vera's coming, that has changed. You know, without Zaha, we can still win games. But it's reached that point of his career where he's at the peak of it. It's probably his last big deal. He's turning 30. I think he's actually 30, um, 29, 30. I've I forgot now. But yeah, he has to make a massive decision and he hasn't signed a contract extension yet. But I think this drama will be over, not relatively soon, but in, in a month or two. Because I feel like he's testing the market. He's testing and who is interested in him. Officially, now that the window's open, he can go and speak to other clubs and see, um, see whether... You can get better offers or guaranteed time, which you couldn't do before. He's in the last six months of his contract, so he could potentially leave for free. And if he does leave for free, whether he'll do well at Tottenham, let's say Tottenham were interested in him, I'm not too sure. I, I, look, on paper, I think Wilf can do it at the top level. But with Tottenham right now, which I'll talk about in just a second from my neutral perspective, it's, it's, it's just the football is a bit too negative, which doesn't really suit Wilf. And I don't know who the manager is going to be. So it's a bit difficult for me to say Zaha will flourish in Tottenham because I don't think Tottenham know what they're doing right now. Um, you don't know if Conte is going to be there next season. You don't know w- which place you're going to sign. So for me, I'd prefer if Zaha didn't go Tottenham, I'm sorry to say, or just not Tottenham, just any other English club. If he wants to leave, I'd rather he goes abroad, tries out there. And if it works, it works. If he doesn't, at least he went abroad. Um, and it doesn't have to face Palace again, unless we're playing European football, which I very much doubt we will be playing European football anytime soon, unless there's a massive transfer window coming up. Which, yeah, it's not going to really happen. But in terms of my thoughts for Tottenham so far, look, as a neutral, if you want me to be honest, I think it's been average. It's been average in Tottenham standards. You managed to pick up results despite having not so great performances. As of late, I think their performances are catching up to you guys. It, it hasn't been positive. I mean, I watched your recent game against Aston Villa. If I'm a Tottenham fan, I'm filming. Because you're a top six club. A club that's fighting for the top four of Champions League football. But the way you're playing right now, it's not only down to Conte, by the way. Some of the players that you got out there, simply not good enough. And it goes down to the ownership.
0: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Picture the scene: all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football—perfect! Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. That's why with Tottenham, I I genuinely don't know what the future holds. Are the owners going
1: to back Conte? Is Conte going to stay? I mean, the performances haven't been there this season. I think Sun hasn't performed as well. Another player that lost scoring against Palace. So now that I've said this, you know a goal's coming on Wednesday for Tottenham, especially for Sun scoring against us. But yeah, I I don't think it's been exciting and and in honesty, I feel like you guys, if it continues like this, I think you'll struggle to make the top four and I don't think that's a major surprise. I mean, the results are catching up to you and unless something changes, whether that's investment or tactical change, I doubt the tactical change is going to happen because Conte has his way and I don't know if the investment is going to happen. So I think it's going to be a difficult six months or so for Tottenham. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe your form changes, maybe this is a blip on form, but the way, if you put everything into context, it just seems a bit bigger than just form. It's it's, it's the bigger picture. You haven't got good enough players uh, at times, and you've seen all these other clubs they're investing, they're trying to push into the top four. So if you're having the lack of investment, it's not going to help. And you can't only rely on one or two players if you're trying to fight on top four. You know, you have to have the squad depth. Just because Kulusevski is out injured or bentako is not playing, and you know, sounds like, you have to have other strength in depth if you want to be a top four club nowadays. And I don't think Tottenham has that. And he pretty much um, showed on on the weekend. Yeah, it was a weekend against Aston Villa as well, which is quite worrying if I was a Tottenham fan. But talking about Palace versus Tottenham, my previous Premier League meeting, my favourite one from previous Premier League meeting would probably be the most recent one. Um, Well, not the most recent one because you guys absolutely destroyed us at your ground. and Zaha got red cards, so let me take that away. But it will be the Premier League meeting where we beat you guys 3-0. Nuno was in charge. Tottenham were doing quite well at that stage of the season. It's still early into the Nuno reign. Um, we matched Kiba at home. He was at home as well. So I wouldn't mind a result like that or a performance like that on Wednesdays. But yeah, that was my most recent Premier League um, favourite meeting. But also, I have to say that FA Cup win at White Hart Lane, where we went to the FA Cup final. I know we didn't win it. That's another... Great, great memory um, against Tottenham. But let's just hope, if we talk about Premier League, let's just hope we get another 3-0. But um, where do I think Tottenham should end up and will end up? I don't agree with should and would, if you you understand me. I I think you you warrant your own uh, place in the Premier League. I don't think Tottenham has invested enough. I don't think their performance have been good enough for Tottenham this season. So I think a top four is going to be a struggle. But I'm saying it's right now, whilst you guys are struggling. Maybe things change when you buy players, if you buy players. Um, but I think he might be sixth or seventh. I think he could be a very long end to the season for Tottenham. And in terms of Palace, where we will end up, I think we'll be where we are right now. We need. Bit more investment. We got rid of players like Gallagher, Qyarte, and James McAfee has been out injured, and we've been technically playing with one midfielder, and that's why we've been inconsistent because we haven't had consistent Premier League footballers playing for us. I mean, you tell me what, how, what team doesn't find your client start for week in week out, or Joe Wood play at left back, or Jeffrey Schlupp start in midfield, or Jordan I start up front. I mean, to be honest with Vieira, he's been doing a fantastic job with the players that he's got. Maybe some tactical adjustments at times he could do better as well, but. You know we have to have inv- investment. So f- for me, I think we'll finish around 11 for 12. I don't think that will be a okay season for Palace. But I predict their lineup for the for the game. I don't think it's going to be any different from the Bournemouth game, especially how Villa approached you guys. I'm expecting a similar approach from Palace. I think it's going to be a 4-2-3-1. I don't think we're going to be pressing you as much. It's going to be more of a counter-attacking football. In goal, Vicente Guaita starts in the final line at right back with jorg Manson and Mark Gay at centre halves. At left back is going to be Joel Ward. So if you look at the both fullbacks. You should have some fun there with your players, that, the players that you've got. If you don't target them, then that's on you. And then it's going to be the two holding midfielders, Jake Decore, absolutely brilliant. Jeff Sharp, you could definitely target him there. And then number 10 role is going to be Eze, down the right side, Elise, down the left with Zaha. And up front, I think it's going to be Jordan Ayu going into this game. And in terms of my score prediction, I am feeling fairly confident. And it's not just based on what we've done against Bournemouth. As I've said, we've been inconsistent this season, but it's just the body language of the manager of the players after that Villa defeat to Tottenham I just feel like you're just stuck on crossroads I, I'm not too sure what exactly is going on I didn't get the feeling that it was a defeat which the players will still hold their head high and say let's go again next game I feel like genuinely quantum calling out players players not performing I feel like it's catching a toll and it's not looking good they're ending towards Conte and what's going to happen at the club because he wants investments and he's not getting it. But, anyways, I've forgotten a bit. But doesn't matter, actual score prediction. I'm going for I said one all Palace, but now I've been thinking about it a bit more. I can see Palace maybe winning it 2 1 where Celos Park under the lights. So it would be a major surprise. But, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Tottenham, by the way. I think Tottenham on their day, if they turn up, if they're solid defensively, um, and hit us on the counter. If you play proper Conte football, then it's gonna be a massive struggle. But based on so far and what I've seen so far this season, Conte football hasn't really been Conte, and it hasn't been working um for you guys as much. So I'm gonna go for a positive result. I want us to build a bit of momentum. And unfortunately, you guys are struggling. We're, we're not doing that great either. But we can take advantage at home and you know, let's see what happens. But thank you for having me on your channel and All the best apart from what happens on Wednesday.